Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE16 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to House of Cards on the House of Cards Radio Network. Check us out at houseofcardsradio.com. You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different. With author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hello, listeners. Welcome to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, your host for the hour, and I am uh, very, very pleased to bring you two great guests, truly great guests, Uh, a man and a woman. The woman is a celebrity in her own right, as well as being a great poker player. She's now a commentator on the Heartland Poker Tour. She's been a contestant in The Amazing Race. And she's won a ton of money and uh, prestige playing tournament and cash games. Her name is Maria Ho. We'll be very happy to bring her to you shortly. We're also going to be talking with a man who changed the face of poker. He made poker something that just about everybody knew about and everybody feel that they had a shot of making it to and even winning the main event. We're talking with Chris Moneymaker, who won the main event of the World Series of Poker in 2003 after winning a satellite online. And we're going to have a a nice chat with him. So please stay tuned. We'll also have a mailbag segment for you. Stay tuned. We'll be back after a break. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so sensual We can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE16 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. 
Just use offer code BABE16 at adamandeve.com. Want to play legal online poker for real money? The only choice is skillbet.com. Opponents are dealt the same cards at identical tables and play against the same computer players. The only factors that determine who wins are the players' decisions. Pure skill. All legal. And now you can win up to $12 with no deposit. Go to skillbet.com backslash free to find out how. That's skillbet.com backslash free. Skillbet.com. Real. Online. And legal. Offer applies to new customers only. Terms and restrictions apply. Participation is restricted to individuals 18 years or older in specified jurisdictions. See website for full details. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Don't just listen to House of Cards. Now you can be part of the show with the House of Cards hotline. Comments about the show? Poker questions? You just want us to know about great places to play or you just got bluffed out of a pot? Your messages may even be played on the air. Give us a call at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. The House of Cards Hotline, available 24 hours a day. By leaving a message with House of Cards, you consent to having your message played on the air. Ooh, nice shot. Yeah, I'm feeling good today. I can tell. What's up? Oh, my back feels better than it has in a long time. New masseuse? Nope, it's Spine Doc. Oh, a chiropractor. No, it's this great product that relieves back pain and tension. How does it work? Oh, you just lay on it for about five to ten minutes a day, and it stretches and relaxes your entire back. Huh. Does it hurt? No, it's very comfortable with good support. And the stretch? It's nice and easy. Even Nancy uses it. Oh, she likes it. It must be good. And when it's done for my neck and shoulders? Pure magic. (laughs) Yeah, I'll say. If long hours hunched over the computer, sports or life in general has left your back or neck in pain, order Spine Doc and get relief. Just call 800-788-2744. The first 100 orders will get a free upgrade to our deluxe system and free shipping. That's a savings of over 25%. Call 800-788-2744 now to learn more. That's 800-788-2744. 800-788-2744. Spine Doc, a better back for life. You're listening to House of Cards on the House of Cards Radio Network. Check us out at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. The Spartos, the Motorheads, Geeks, Sluts, Bloods, Wastoids, Dweebies, they all adore if they think he's a righteous dude. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. Every once in a while, we get a truly special guest. All of our guests are special in some way, but today's guest is really extraordinary. We have on the show, for about 10 or 15 minutes, Maria Ho. Maria is a record-breaking professional poker player. She's a celebrity as well. She's won over a million dollars in live tournament earnings She's currently ranked third in the world among female poker players, according to the Bluff Magazine Power Rankings. She's by far one of the most respected and recognized women in the game. She has 18 World Series of Poker caches. I hope you're covering your ears, Maria, so you're not blushing at all of this. Two World Series of Poker final tables, three World Poker Tour caches, an Aussie Millions final table, and a World Poker Tour final table, in addition to poker Maria has had a successful television career, appearing on such shows as American Idol, 
a panelist on Anderson Cooper 360 and competing on the Emmy award-winning season of The Amazing Race. And now she is a commentator on the Heartland Poker Tours broadcast team. So welcome aboard, Maria Ho. Hi. That was probably one of the best introductions I have ever heard, and I am blushing, by the way. Well, that's good. That's good. You should occasionally, you and your family should know how incredible you are from the outside world in. Uh, So it's been a good year or so, I guess, huh? It has been. It's, you know, I feel like poker-wise and career-wise, it's just been getting better and better every year, and I'm so blessed and thankful for that. Well, Tell our listeners, all of whom probably know you by name and face, give them a little inside of what it's like to be you. Do you do you get are you like a big celebrity when you go to restaurants and things? Do you get stopped? Do people ask for your autograph? What's that like? Well, definitely immediately following the amazing race, you know, it's such a huge show. I think it's something like two hundred million people watch it worldwide and it's about 12 million in the states i believe and so you know after that show um i i got it recognized quite a bit and from poker i get recognized more in the areas where you know poker is very popular or you know during certain times of the year you know like at the world series in las vegas or you know in in the los angeles local casinos and you know it's definitely been interesting and it's something i'm still getting used to and (laughs) You know, it's it's not something that I've ever thought would become a byproduct of, you know, my career as a poker player by any means. But, you know, I definitely appreciate that there are people out there who, you know, enjoy, uh, you know, what I do for a living and, and are fans of mine. Do you like getting the attention? I mean, tell us honestly, when you're sitting, let's say you're at, um, oh, let's say you're at the Rio and you're having dinner there, uh you're not actually playing, but you're, or maybe you're at the Venetian or you're somewhere having dinner with a friend and uh, a party of three comes by and one of them recognizes you and comes over and says, oh, I know you, you're, you're Maria Ho. Do you like that? Do you wish they would leave you alone? How does that feel? honest i truly enjoy you know talking to people that come up to me and just you know striking up a random conversation with them i mean honestly it's not like i'm angelina jolie or brad pitt or anything (laughs) like that so you know for now at at the level that it is and at the rate that it is it's it's perfectly fine and i really do enjoy my conversations with these people but you know if i i couldn't imagine what it would be like you know on an on a huge scale like that but you know i i don't i don't really mind it right now so listeners you heard that if you see maria She doesn't mind you coming up and asking for an autograph. Uh, Do you find that your celebrity status helps you in a cash or tournament situation as far as playing the other players, or do you think it's neutral, or do you think it hurts you? I think it goes both ways. I find that it's it's never really ever neutral. It's more just on, you know, one extreme of the spectrum or the other. So I find that sometimes it's helpful in the sense that, you know, people want to – talk to me and want to converse and want to be friendly. So it's kind of um, it's conducive to having that friendly atmosphere where maybe people don't want to play that hard against you or, you know, they, they just want to, you know, have a fun game. But then there are definitely those people who want to say they busted a pro or, you know, who feel like I'm always trying to, you know, outplay them or bluff them. And then all of a sudden they're going to play really hard back at me for no real reason either. So it, it definitely goes both ways. But I've found that I've really you know, become accustomed to 
having to adjust to the way that people are playing against me. So I actually feel like it's, it's helped my game a lot because, you know, it makes me a lot more perceptive about the way people are playing against me. I see. Well, that makes perfect sense. Do you find that uh, with all the stuff that you're doing, with the television shows, with the uh, commentating and the big tournaments and everything, do you find that you still play poker for fun, or is it really becoming more of a job? You know, there's a part of me that loves poker and a part of me that loves competition even more than poker and anything else, really. I mean, I'm such a competitive person, so it's hard to... Um, imagine poker not being fun for me on some level just because I am so competitive and any time I want to play, I, I'm there to win. But, of course, you know, just like anything else, you can start out having a huge passion for something, and once you have to do it, you know, on a regular basis, and sometimes, you know, it's not completely your choice necessarily. You know, you just kind of have to play that tournament because it's good value, but maybe that day you didn't feel like flying, you know, 3,000 miles to play. You know, it, it's, it, it definitely becomes a little bit draining just as far as all the traveling goes and the scheduling goes but I do love poker and you know I don't play home games for fun as much as I used to I'll be honest but um, I still do really enjoy just a lot of the aspects and elements of poker that drew me to the game in the first place well that's an answer that I've heard from a number of pros in fact uh, I've spoken to some people who off the mic say to me they wouldn't really play poker anymore except it's a job. And then I've had other folks who have said that it's a joy every time they're at the table. And you sound like you're in the middle of that. I mean, you enjoy it, you're competitive, but it's not something you always feel like doing just for fun. Right. Fair enough. Uh, just for our listeners' sake, those that have seen you on television in The Amazing Race, can you give them any taste of what it's like for the stuff that wasn't on camera or that didn't actually make it to the final footage what it was like were there any interesting things that happened that people didn't see or experiences you had during that that uh, you can share with our listeners that they wouldn't otherwise know about yeah i think that what i can say for the show for amazing race specifically as compared to you know other reality shows is you know, people ask me all the time, you know, is it rigged in any way? Do they help you in any way? And the truth is, is no. They absolutely will let you run, you know, five miles in the opposite direction, take the wrong flight to the wrong city, and all they'll do is just follow you with the cameras <laughs> and just, you know, watch it all unfold. But they will never give you any help or any clues as to, you know, if you're doing something wrong. So I have to say that in that sense, it's, you know, a very pure form of reality uh, entertainment because nowadays I think, you know, reality shows seem fake to a lot of people. And I, I can honestly say that my experience on the race was nothing like that. And as far as what people didn't really get to see, I would say, you know, and I'm guilty of this, too. Before I went on The Amazing Race, I would be watching at home the past seasons, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's easy. I could do that. And when somebody would mess up, I'd be like, okay, that does not seem that hard. And I would be really hard on these people while I'm watching. But after experiencing it myself, I realized that, you know, there's so much that they can't show you in an hour time span. You have to remember, you know, it's it's made for television, so, you know, it's only, you know, less than an hour long with the commercials. They're following so many different teams, and they have to, you know, create this story and make it easy for the audience to, you know, see what's going on. But you guys don't get to, you know, see that. We had to run two miles to get from one place to the other, not knowing how to get there. And, you know, so it's not as simple as, okay, just get from point A to point B. We have to actually find the place on our own. We have to, you know, 
sometimes run for miles, like I said, to get there. And also, you know, there's there's the element of, you know, you guys can't feel the temperatures we're in. Like, for instance, we were in Dubai, and it was 122 <laughs> degrees. Yes. It was- yeah, it was 122 degrees with, like, I don't know, some ridiculous percentage of humidity, just, like, off the charts, incredibly hot and, and so, you know, uncomfortable. And you guys couldn't see that. We had to do our challenges in that. And, you know, it's like, you know, it, it just is not as easy as it could seem or may appear at times. So, you know, I feel like, I, you know, I would never, ever, you know, watch a show like that again and, and, you know, be like, oh, that looks easy. I could do it because, you know, I tried and I gave it everything that I had. And I and I still feel today it is, you know, one of the toughest but most rewarding experiences I've ever gone through. Stay tuned. We'll be back after a break. Want to play legal online poker for real money? The only choice is SkillBet.com. Opponents are dealt the same cards at identical tables and play against the same computer players. The only factors that determine who wins are the player's decisions. Pure skill, all legal. And now you can win up to $12 with no deposit. Go to SkillBet.com backslash free to find out how. That's SkillBet.com backslash free. SkillBet.com, real, online, and legal. Offer applies to new customers only. Terms and restrictions apply. Participation is restricted to individuals 18 years or older in specified jurisdictions. See website for full details. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The key to winning poker is knowledge. And winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by World Series of Poker veteran Ashley Adams, can give you that knowledge. Cash games, small tournaments. Whether you're a seasoned player, a novice, or just find yourself losing more often than you win, winning No Limit Hold'em can show every type of player how to consistently win at the game of No Limit Hold'em. You know it's been said that winning isn't everything, but it sure feels a whole lot better than losing. Get winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by Ashley Adams, and start winning today. Now available at Amazon.com and wherever great books are sold. You're listening to the House of Cards. Well, why don't you get back there and play some cards? Are we going to play poker? Can when I, when I have a when I have a big? Dis- I would love to watch you play cards. I would love to actually play the game. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. Well, listeners, for those of you who don't recognize her voice immediately, we're talking with Maria Ho, who's a great poker player and also a commentator and television star. Uh, I want to move back to poker, but before I do, I just have one other question about the Amazing Race. Were there any moments during the taping of the show, during doing all the things that you did, where you were in any fear for your physical safety, or was that never really a concern? To be honest, I feel like I've never felt adrenaline like I did on that show. I've, I've told people many times, you know, I've played poker, you know, for millions of dollars. There was so much on the line monetarily. And, and yes, I did feel such a sense of adrenaline, but it was nothing compared to what I felt on the race. And so I think the adrenaline was really what pushed me through. I think thinking back now, you know, as a rational person, I should have maybe been afraid for, for my safety just because, you know, you're doing things that you've never done before. You're really flying by the seat of, the, of your your pants. You never know what's going to happen next. And in those moments, you know, 
if your rational mind takes over, you know that maybe you should be a little bit more cautious instead of just jumping into the fire. But you don't have time to think about those things when you're on the race. So, you know, on the actual race, no. I, I think I really had everything else blocked out of my mind. And like I said, my competitive nature just took over, and it was just go, 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 pedal to the metal. But, you know, looking back, I probably should have been a little bit more leery. Well, I can understand why you weren't because of the excitement of the moment and the competitiveness that you feel. Um, I want to move over to poker again. You've recently gotten a position as a commentator for the Heartland Poker Tour. How is that different from being a player? What's it like being a commentator and talking about other people? I think it's 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 very different. I've you know before I I got this gig with Heartland Poker Tour, I've you know done some commentating you know for some World Series of Poker final tables and some other you know live cash scre- streaming cash games online. But you know, and what I found is it's totally different to you know be sitting down at the table playing. And another thing to have to break down, you know, certain thought processes and, and to also kind of not only, you know, get in the player's head, but when, when you're commentating, you usually get to see, you know, the whole card. So, you know, it's very different to, to know what the players had and then to kind of, you know, have to think about, okay, but why are they making these decisions that they made with the information that they had? Because they don't have the same information that we have, obviously, when, you know, we're, we're watching it back and we're commentating. So, I, I I mean, I think that it's a really great opportunity, and I'm really, really happy to be a part of it. And, I, and I'm looking at it as, you know, a challenge, but also as something, as a way that I could give back to, you know, the poker viewing audience. I feel like poker has such a loyal following of, you know, the recreational player. And I think it's time for, you know, the Heartland Poker Tour to have commentary that, you know, will help these players get better, but without, you know, getting too, you know, over their heads. You know, I'm not here to, you know, talk about every little mathematical, statistical thing. I'm here to just bridge that gap so that players who want to get better can get better, but they can still, you know, so they can have the insight but be entertained at the same time, basically. Have you taped any of the shows yet for this this season, or have you yet to tape any? No, I have yet to tape any for this season because, um, so we're actually doing it from a studio in North Dakota. So they're going to have a few oh, They're flying you up to Fargo, too? I am going to Fargo. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I was just talking to uh, your executive producer about uh, how cold it gets, Fred Bevel. And uh, <laughs> yes. my goodness, you'd think that they would at least have a warmer climb for somebody like you where you could do it in a more... <laughs> I guess you'll be inside, but... Uh. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely plan on staying inside when it's cold. And, yeah, I I recently spoke to Fred, and I guess he was shoveling snow out of his driveway. So. Now, you grew up in a warmer climate, right? Were you, are you from California? I forget where you were from originally. Yeah, I, I was, I'm basically raised in L.A., so I've lived here, you know, since I was four years old, and I am definitely not accustomed to anything but L.A. weather. Well, I, I got a question. Uh, we have a couple of minutes left, and this is a, a broad question for you, Maria. You, you've made it in the poker world as a cash player, as a tournament player. You're a celebrity. You've done television. Now you're commentating. You're still incredibly young. You're a beautiful woman. When you think about the next 10 years of where you would like to go, what do you think? What would be your ideal situation five to 10 years from now? You know, 
I've given this a lot of thought because I feel like I've been so fortunate to live, you know, a really interesting and, and sometimes hectic life and lifestyle. And, you know, what I think I really would look forward to doing in the next, you know, five to ten years is settling down and, you know, putting down some roots somewhere. I've been traveling, you know, for the last four or five years, basically, living out of a suitcase. And, you know, while a lot of the experiences I've had are, you know, fun and, you know, memories that I will never forget, I I do want to, you know, have a place to call home. And I would love to have a family. I mean, I love kids. And I've always really kind of thought of myself as, you know, somebody who is a family woman. And so I'm not saying by by any means that I'm going to be happy, you know, being a stay-at-home mother or anything, you know, for the rest of my life. I just think that I would like to take some time out to do that. And there's still so many other things in my life that I want to do. And I feel like I, you know, I'm a very determined person. So I think that there's nothing I can do that I, I can't do if I don't put my mind to it. So, you know, I, I just think it's just about having different phases in my life. And, you know, at some point, this traveling for poker and all of that full time, at least, is probably going to end for me. Well, I can't wait to see how it ends up. And I hope you get to come back on the show when you have your next adventure. Maria, you've been a wonderful guest. I've really enjoyed having you on and I look forward to talking to you again. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was Maria Ho, who is an extraordinary poker player, commentator, celebrity, beautiful woman. And uh, listeners, I wish we could go on forever. We're going to take a quick commercial break now, and then we'll be right back. Hey, Jersey, we want to hear from you. Send us an email at info at houseofcardsradio.com or leave a message at our hotline at 609-474-4627. Ooh, nice shot. Yeah, I'm feeling good today. I can tell. What's up? Oh, my back feels better than it has in a long time. New masseuse? Nope, it's Spine Doc. Oh, a chiropractor. No, it's this great product that relieves back pain and tension. How does it work? Well, you just lay on it for about five to ten minutes a day, and it stretches and relaxes your entire back. Huh. Does it hurt? No, it's very comfortable with good support, and the stretch, it's nice and easy. Even Nancy uses it. Oh, she likes it. It must be good. And when it's done for my neck and shoulders, pure magic. (laughs) Yeah, I'll say. If long hours hunched over the computer, sports or life in general has left your back or neck in pain, order Spine Doc and get relief. Just call 800-788-2744. The first 100 orders will get a free upgrade to our deluxe system and free shipping. That's a savings of over 25%. Call 800-788-2744 now to learn more. That's 800-788-2744. Spine Doc, a better back for life. The key to winning poker is knowledge, and winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by World Series of Poker veteran Ashley Adams, can give you that knowledge. Cash games, small tournaments, whether you're a seasoned player, a novice, or just find yourself losing more often than you win, winning No Limit Hold'em can show every type of player how to consistently win at the game of No Limit Hold'em. You know it's been said that winning isn't everything, but it sure feels a whole lot better than losing. Get winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by Ashley Adams, and start winning today. Now available at Amazon.com and wherever great books are sold. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of April 8th, 2013. 
Well, as expected, New Jersey filed a motion last week asking for an expedited appeal in its fight to bring sports betting to the state. The 13-page document reasserts New Jersey's argument that a 1992 federal ban on sports betting in all but four states is unconstitutional. On February 28th, a federal judge ruled to block the state from moving ahead with sports betting at casinos and racetracks. The NCAA and professional sports leagues oppose sports betting in New Jersey, fearing it could lead to cheating scandals and cause them economic harm. The appeals court will schedule a hearing within 30 days. The magician Antonio Esfandiari has signed with Station's casino-owned Ultimate Poker to promote its website and be its brand ambassador. Esfandiari has now become the first professional poker player to promote a U.S.-licensed online poker company. The magician has won more than $23 million, two world poker titles, and three World Series of Poker bracelets. And finally, the 2013 American Casino Guide has put together a list of what every casino operator hates to hear about the most. Visitor complaints. And the top five complaints? The rooms were too smoky, long lines at buffets or the players club, lack of slot attendance, unenticing direct mail offers, and of course everyone's complaint, tight machines. Here at House of Cards, we're always interested in hearing your complaints about casinos, so if you have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation, send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Don't just listen to House of Cards. Now you can be part of the show with the House of Cards hotline. Comments about the show? Poker questions? You just want us to know about great places to play or you just got bluffed out of a pot? Your messages may even be played on the air. Give us a call at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. The House of Cards Hotline, available 24 hours a day. By leaving a message with House of Cards, you consent to having your message played on the air. Some houses are born bad. You're listening to the House of Cards. I never dreamed that any mere physical experience could be so stimulating. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to the House of Cards, and we are truly lucky to have one of the greats of the poker world, the man who changed the face of poker in many ways forever, Chris Moneymaker. For those of you who have been living in a cave for the last 10 years, Chris was the man who came on from winning a satellite, won a seat in the main event of the World Series of Poker, and then won the World Series of Poker, showing everybody that Anybody could win the World Series of Poker. Of course, they're wrong. Everybody can't. You have to be a great poker player, as Chris Moneymaker proved he was and has proved since then. But now we are joined by Chris on the phone. Chris, are you there? I'm here. How's it going, Ashley? It's going great. And uh, I got to say, I I admire you for a lot of reasons. One, for staying sane after such a crazy experience that you went through in 2003. And then also just for consistently being a regular guy who's been accessible to the press and to the public at large, making appearances. And uh, I, I guess I want our listeners to know more about you, especially more about you since 2003. So can you just fill in the last 10 years, and then we'll talk about what you're doing now. Sure. Um, you know, I was always a family guy first. So uh, after I won, I, I went back to work actually for eight months, which uh, most people know, I guess. Um, showed up back at work Monday morning, and they were sort of surprised at that. <laughs> and from, uh, you know, I never really hit the tournament circuit hard. I just I never really wanted to be out grinding all the time. 
Um, and I got a little bit complacent for a few years with the game. I didn't put in the time to study. I didn't, you know, once I quit my job, I, you know, started playing and the game was changing and I wasn't keeping up with the changes and uh, the game sort of, uh, in a way, passed me by. Um, I still had um, pretty decent reads on, on things, but the problem is, is, you know, I didn't understand the whole three bet and four bet for a long time, uh, the, the values of the hand. So uh, I had to sort of relearn the game in a way uh, back a couple of years ago. And uh, so I spent some time working with some people, working with some friends and trying to improve my game. And, you know, not I used to learn by just playing the game and watching betting patterns and things like that. And honestly, back 2003, 2004, 2005, the game was pretty simple. I mean, it wasn't really that complex. The people uh, didn't have a whole lot of creativity when they played. They pretty much bet their hand uh, how, you know, they, they, they were strong. They bet pretty strong, and they, they checked when they were weak. So it wasn't really that difficult. And obviously that's changed through the years. And so I spent some time improving my game, and I feel like I'm getting to the point now where I'm happy where it is. Um, I'm starting to play a little bit more. I've always played probably 12 tournaments a year is what I average, uh, usually one a month. Um, then I do some appearances and some charity work on on the side. And uh, it's always been a good uh, sort of mix for me. And starting this year, I've actually looked at picking up my tournament schedule a little bit and playing a little bit more, getting out and, you know, just experiencing uh, the poker grind a little bit. I, mean, I never did do that, really. I mean, uh, I would go and I would play a main event, and, you know, if I busted, I would play a few cash games, and then I would leave. Um, I'm actually playing more of the actual series when I go out, and I've also I, I spent a year and a half not getting on the poker stars uh, after April 15th. I, I never made the move to Canada, and I actually just recently did that uh, about a month and a half ago. So. You made the move to Canada. What did you do? I I made the move to Canada. I went and I got a buddy that lives up there. He had a spare bedroom and uh, he basically said, I can come live with him or, you know, have have the spare bedroom. So um, I went up there and got all set up. So now I can, when I do go play over in London or wherever I go play, I can actually play online again. So it's nice. I've had had one uh, three day session on Poker Stars that was. Uh, fun and profitable, so looking forward to doing it again. I'm doing it in two weeks. Uh, listeners, for those of you who just tuned in, we've been talking with uh, Chris Moneymaker, the winner of the main event in the uh, 2003. Um, let me ask you a general question. Your life certainly changed after you won this event. You've been asked this question a thousand times at least, I bet. How has it changed for the better, and how has it changed for the worse? Well, the better, obviously, is the money, um, the freedom. I get to travel, see the world. Um, I get to play poker for a living. Um, all good things. Um, there's not a ton of negatives. Um, if there's any negative, it would be you're sort of living in a bubble. Everything that you do uh, is is watched. Is you know, not to the extent of what most celebrities do. Well, thank God. Um, but you know, if I do something at a poker table or I do something. Um, you know, people will tweet it, report it, you know, whatever. 
um, and put it out there. So you just got to be mindful of you know how you act and how you treat people. Um, thank goodness for me, I generally try to be nice to people, and uh, so I have an <laughs> issue with that. But um, you know, it could be a negative if, <laughs> if you don't have a good demeanor. I mean, you know, they're like you know, I got beat up for walking away from a table when I was all in uh, at one tournament. I just decided to walk away from a table one time. So, uh, you know, they, everybody picked on me for walking away from a table. You know, you just small <laughs> things like that. Or you take a bad beat. You know, I didn't handle a bad beat one the right way one time. So, you know, I'm a World Series champion. I'm I'm supposed to, you know, never complain because I won the World Series 10 years ago. So, I if, if I take a bad beat, yeah, you know, it's, it's different for me. Yeah, I guess um, it, I, these things I, stay I'm, with you. Yes, I'm not allowed to... Um, to have one time, actually, I get my one time back. I think this year, so I'm, I'm excited about getting my one time back. And also, you know, anytime I did take a bad beat, you, know, you can't complain. You won the you won the main event. So you know, it's just a little bit double standard. But obviously, it's not a big deal. But you know, I'm just I'm human. When I take a bad beat, you know, I, I've been playing poker long enough now. Bad beats don't bother me that much. But when I'm, when one really, you know. It's in a bad spot, or you know, everybody has them, um, and everybody gets frustrated with them. I'm, I'm human. I, you know, I get frustrated with them, so, and uh, it is what it is. I mean, that's right. It's still a bad beat, even if you're a world champion. It's still a bad beat, and it still stings, no matter how much, uh, how much you may have won before the bad beat. It still stings when you lose. I, I understand that. Do you find yeah, especially that in, in yeah. tough spots? Yes. Do you find that? Some people in the poker world seem to deliberately act obnoxious to you or needle you, or do you think most pe- the vast majority of people are polite and respectful? I would say 95% of the people are respectful and nice. and 5% aren't. Yeah, it is about 5% that, I mean, you know, will try to poke, find, needle, whatever, you know, whatever they can do to get under your skin. Um, but it, it's, it's actually really rare. Um, just for the fact how I treat people, I always am really polite and try to be nice to everybody. So it's, it's sort of hard to be a dick to me. Right. Um, <laughs> you kill but, them with kindness. Yeah. You kill them with kindness. And, you know, people say a smart comment to you or, you know, you'll get smart comments on Twitter or, you know, social media or when you're playing on poker stars, you'll get all kinds. I mean, Back in the day, you know, I can't tell you how many different names and how many different things were said about me on online. And, uh, you know, you just don't respond to it and people pay any attention to it. I mean, you realize that a majority of it's jealousy and the other are, you know, kids trying to get a reaction out of you. So you just don't really think about it that much. Right. Do you have a, uh, a home game or a casino that you play in relatively near Memphis, like down in Tunica, where you're just a bunch of buddies playing poker, or do you find that you don't do that much for fun anymore? Oh, I did back in the day. Not not anymore. It's gotten to the point now where it's, it's work, it's business. I still enjoy it, but, I mean, I don't... There, there's not a whole lot of poker players in Memphis. Memphis is a poker player, in, poker player town. I mean, I, I talk to a few people here uh, about poker, and play in a, in a game periodically, but it's very, very rare, and uh, it's not something that I, have, that I just do. But you do travel around. I, I understand the most recent gig you have is you're the ambassador for the Columbus Poker Room, the uh, the Hollywood yeah, the Casino there? Yeah, the Hollywood Casino there. I'm actually going up there this weekend, and uh, uh, I'll be going up playing a 
2-5 game and then a 1-2 PLO game. And we're also doing a meet and greet and a teaching seminar. And this is going to be my first trip up there. So I'm really excited to go up there. And uh, I've been watching the, the on Bravo the number of tables they got. And it's really exciting to see they have so many tables. And it looks like it's always a good turnout. So it's going to be a, a fun trip this weekend. Ah, I wish I could join you. I played up at the other Hollywood Casino in Ohio. I thought they had a really good room and a great steakhouse. You've got to try their steakhouse, the Prime Cut. Uh, I imagine they'll they'll take you out to dinner there, Chris. But uh, Hollywood is famous for having great steakhouses. Oh yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that, obviously as well. I, you know, it, as people see on TV, I'm a pretty decent sized guy. I like to eat, <laughs> so I definitely will be hitting the steakhouse. Um, good. Yeah, I- it's it's going to be a it's a it's a good trip. You know, I'm I'm looking to trying to find a partner. Uh, I like Hollywood. I, I think they're a great. Uh, casino up there and you know all the casinos up in ohio are relatively new and uh matt dodd up there's got his casino running really well they're just expanding it right now um so it looks like it's you know a bright future for them and i'm glad to be a part of it i want to go back to something you said when you were talking about being out of poker and then how the game changed and how you got back into it i'm curious to know chris how did you ramp up your game how did you get better did you read any stuff were there any videos that you any video sites that you watched or did you have a coach what did you do uh i talked to some friends first of all i got on i watched some videos um i just also made a conscious effort to when i'm playing trying to learn something every time i played and if i got beaten hands what i used to do is go back and figure out you know especially if the guy's better than me you know why he did the things he did, why did he play the hand in the way he did, or did he do anything that confused me or made me um, lose more money than I should have. Um, and I just try to find the, the player at my table who is the best and try and, you know, watch how they play. Um, that's what I used to do back in the old days, and so I started doing that more where before I was sort of complacent, just sort of sitting there listening to my music, not paying a whole lot of attention. And then I went out and found a friend and he just so happens to be one of the best online players there is and uh so i get to pick his brain and you know keep up with the current trends that are going on online and you know if i have any poker questions he's a fantastic guy to to bounce it off of Uh, he loves talking about poker and that's basically all he does he's a younger guy and he moved out to mexico early on and he's been up with the online stuff and that's you know that's where all the creative Stuff happens is on is on the internet. So uh, you want to share his up. name with our listeners, or do you want to keep that private? No, I can share his name. His name's Calvin Anderson. He goes by Cal four two eight six eight something or other. I don't even know what the numbers are <laughs> right. behind his name, but um, very successful. You know, online guy, really smart, really sharp. Um, you know, he, he. I think he's so good because he treats the game like a game. I mean, money is sort of inconsequential to him he doesn't have a fan uh, you know he's not married doesn't have kids or anything so he has a good luxury of um taking care of himself and i think that helps when you're a poker player and when you know other people that have to take care of kids or whatever it definitely adds some more stress to things so he's free to you know shove all in with a seven high on the river if he wants to (laughs) you know anybody's obviously free to but you know if, if my wife reads 
news and sees that I, I shoved a one on seven high, she's not going to say anything, but she's going to definitely ask, hey, well, what were you thinking there? I understand what you mean. Uh, we're yeah. talking to Chris Moneymaker. Chris, I want to—I don't want to get too technical for our listeners, but I would like to ask you an example, if you can think of a good example. When you say the game has changed, I know you talked about free betting, four betting, but if you can give me an example of how you learned something or something that you did differently based on your learning of the game and keeping up with the game, can you give us a hand situation that kind of shows the higher level of play that you're talking about? Well, I mean, the, the easiest and quickest, not getting technical at all, was back in 2003. I mean, if someone three bet you, I mean, it was almost always jacks plus, aces, kings. I mean, it, it was a, a really strong hand. If you got a four bet, it, his range was ace, king, aces, and kings. I mean, that there was no four bet with jack five. And, you know, obviously today there's four betting and five betting and six betting light. And, uh, you know, one I remember, uh, the one hand that I sort of remember, so, you know, around the 2004, 2005 time frame, I was getting three bet a ton. I opened, you know, I opened a lot of pots. My uh, VPIP was very high, and I did a lot of defending out of position and a lot of playing fit or fold, if you will. Um, because basically in 2003, people, if they didn't connect with a flop, would check, and I could bet, and they would just fold. Um, that, that obviously it changed. People were C-betting more. People, you know, there were a lot of maneuvers going on, and I just wasn't seeing them. And uh, more or less, I was sort of blinded to it because I didn't put the time in to try to figure those out. Well, I, I remember I was playing in a, uh, on a, on a game in Poker Stars in a tournament, and uh I ended up four betting a guy, and a guy shoved on me, and I had ace king, and I, I really I just wanted to fold. Um, I was like, nah, I'm not going to fold my ace king in this spot. I, you know, for I thought, you know, I think I'm going to be all right. And you know, this is back in my primitive days when I'm, you know, uh, not really thinking too much about poker in a lot of in a lot of respects at this point. And when a guy flips over queen five, I'm like, yeah, why in the hell would he do this? I mean. This is a highly successful online player, and he just five-bet me with queen five. And I ended up winning the hand, which is inconsequential of the story, but um, I, you know, even though I won the hand, I, I took that as a learning lesson as why would someone that is supposedly a good player do that? And, you know, it, that, that was the type of hand. That was actually, I think, the hand that sort of made me go, you know what? I'm missing something here. I'm not understanding what's going on with the game because I'm not doing I'm, I don't ever do that. I would never fight that light with clean five. It just wouldn't happen. And, you know, it's a mistake not to do, not to have it in your game. And uh, so I, that, that, that hand right there was the one that sort of opened my eyes that maybe I need to reassess what I'm doing. Mm. Interesting. Well, I got to yeah. tell you, I'm, I'm sure not at that level because I would never five bet with queen five. Uh, but then I don't play at the rarefied stakes and the high limit tournaments that uh, that you're in. But I even, even online now. I mean, you know, you play in a fifty dollar tournament online. You see, you see these plays. I mean, you know, you're not going to go to a casino and play the their nightly sixty dollar tournament and never see a play like this. First of all, because you're not playing deep enough, but. I mean, even like a World Series circuit event now, you're starting. I mean, the, the players are getting 
sophisticated enough to where they're making these type plays. And, uh, you know, I, I actually did it in a, a cash game, or not a cash game, but a tournament down in the, during the circuit event where I ended up four-betting a guy. Um, I had two napkins, basically, and uh, he <laughs> up, showed me two tens and folded. Wow. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, you know, it, it, it's part of the game that you need to have in your repertoire. But, you know, for me, I don't use it a lot just because who I am, I get more calls and more people want to, to play against me than most. Right. So, you know, I have, I was born to adapt my game to people trying to make moves on me and trying to call me down wider than what normal people would. Right. Um, so I've had to make some of those adjustments, but um, that's just something that, you know, I deal with personally, which in a cash game works out really, really well in tournaments. It can be difficult. Sure. Uh, but it's a good thing in cash games. Do you ever think that the game has become so tough with so many players now being so sophisticated or even just so aggressive that it becomes so hard to beat the game that you should take up a different game? Like, I think you mentioned you're going to be uh, playing in the one-two pot limit game in Hollywood, but I, I, moving from Hold'em to a different game because Hold'em has become so competitive. Well, every time I think that, I see some people play, and I'm like, okay, this game's still really good. Um, there's still a lot of bad players out there. There's still a lot of mistakes people make. And even the players that are good, they overplay the hands. They're, they're just increasing variance a lot of times. I mean, there's a lot of good players that play small and uh, make you work for everything. But there's a lot of players that spew off a lot of chips. Even even They'll play good 95% of the time, and then they'll just be a few monkey. I think I probably fall in that category, actually. Um <laughs> And so there's definitely still opportunities, but to answer your question and picking up the other games, I mean, I love playing eight game. Like when I go uh, play on poker stars, I don't, I never, ever play no limit cash online. It's just not, it's never been my, my bread and butter. I just never really liked playing no limit cash games. Um, I like playing them live. I don't like playing them online. I'm playing online. I'm playing PLO or I'm playing eight game. That's what I enjoy playing more than anything else. Uh, I do like tournaments, but if I'm playing cash games, it's usually going to be a mixed game. Are you thinking, uh, just my last question for you, Chris, and we've been talking to uh, the poker great Chris Moneymaker, this year's World Series of Poker, would you ever consider playing in the Players' Championship, the eight-game mix uh, $50,000 event? Um, well, I would, except it's a $50,000 buy-in. <laughs> if you could get somebody to sponsor you, you would. Well, I'm, I'm not big on trying to go get stakes or sponsors. I like doing it on my own dime and uh, going to my wife and telling her I'm playing in a $50,000 <laughs> tournament. That's not a conversation I really want to have. Uh, like I said, when you have three kids at home, you have a wife, I mean, you know, I could obviously I, I could go buy into the tournament and play, and, you know, if I lost, it wouldn't be a big deal, but um, my, my wife feels a little bit differently about that. So. <laughs> Well, I, that's, a, that's a very good way to end the interview. I mean, the home life is still important and still impacts what your poker decisions are, at least as far as what events you're buying into. Oh, of course. I mean, you know, that it's really one of the driving factors in my decisions on what tournaments to play. It's what, and I don't understand what my wife lets me play, but what me and my wife agree on that I'm going to play. Well. I mean, you know, that's one thing. I'm, you know, I still get some sponsorships and, get bought into some tournaments here and there. And so it's tough to, you know, when you do have those opportunities to to go and invest a large sum of money against a tough field. I mean, if, if you're going to tell me that that eight, 
that players' championship is going to be a softer field, I'd probably go play it. But that, I mean, you're not going to have but about four or five soft spots in a in a group of about sixty or seventy players. Right. That's the toughest. That's probably the toughest field there is. It's a, yeah, it's the toughest mixed game field you're going to find. So, you know, whenever you enter a tournament, you know, I think anybody should look at. You know, some people want to play against the best or challenge the best. I don't want to challenge the best. I want to play against the worst. I mean, I hear you. Makes, makes more sense. So. I agree. Chris, we're going to have to end the interview there. You are a great interview, a great poker player. You've been fantastic for the game of poker, really changing the nature of poker, uh, especially tournament poker, and I'm very glad we got a chance to talk with you. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Good talking to you. Take care. Listeners, we're going to take a quick break, and then we will be back with more House of Cards. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Then fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE16 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code BABE16 at adamandeve.com. Want to play legal online poker for real money? The only choice is skillbet.com. Opponents are dealt the same cards at identical tables and play against the same computer players. The only factors that determine who wins are the player's decisions. Pure skill. All legal. And now you can win up to $12 with no deposit. Go to skillbet.com backslash free to find out how. That's skillbet.com backslash free. Skillbet.com. Real. Online and legal. Offer applies to new customers only. Terms and restrictions apply. Participation is restricted to individuals 18 years or older in specified jurisdictions. See website for full details. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to uh, mention something, that if any of you have any poker questions that you would like to ask, we are always interested in your questions and comments about the show, about the guests, strategy questions. They could be practical questions about where and how to find the game. Send your questions to info at houseofcardsradio.com. And you can also get our tweets on Twitter at www.twitter.com slash HOC radio. We're very interested in them. And, of course, if they're particularly interesting, we'll put them on the air and answer them here in our segment of Mailbag, info at houseofcardsradio.com and www.twitter.com slash hocradio. Info at houseofcardsradio.com and www.twitter.com slash hocradio.
You're listening to House of Cards on the House of Cards Radio Network. Check us out at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Here's the wonderful Joan Rivers with her thoughts on poker players. And your people, you give money with blood on it. I met your people in Vegas for 40 years. None of them have last names. None of them. They have cash pulls. Of, you're a poker player. A poker player. That's awesome. beyond white trash. Poker players oh, are poker the most players. awesome people poker in the world. Poker players are trash, darling. Trash. House of Cards, proudly serving your white trash needs since 2007. Welcome back, listeners. This is House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams. And before we end, I just want to remind all our listeners that we are always interested in your questions and comments about the show, about the guests, about maybe guests that you'd like us to have on. Send your questions to info at houseofcardsradio.com. We're very interested in them. We'll put them on the air and answer them here. So that will do it for the show. Come back next week for more House of Cards. Good night and good luck. Nice shot. Yeah, I'm feeling good today. I can tell. What's up? Oh, my back feels better than it has in a long time. New masseuse? Nope, it's Spine Doc. Oh, a chiropractor. No, it's this great product that relieves back pain and tension. How does it work? Oh, you just lay on it for about five to ten minutes a day, and it stretches and relaxes your entire back. Huh. Does it hurt? No, it's very comfortable with good support, and the stretch, it's nice and easy. Even Nancy uses it. Oh, she likes it. It must be good. And when it's done for my neck and shoulders, pure magic. (laughs) Yeah, I'll say. If long hours hunched over the computer, sports or life in general has left your back or neck in pain, order Spine Doc and get relief. Just call 800-788-2744. The first 100 orders will get a free upgrade to our deluxe system and free shipping. That's a savings of over 25%. Call 800-788-2744 now to learn more. That's 800-788-2744. 800-788-2744. Spine Doc, a better back for life. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.